So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And I just want to say um, your listenership means a lot. So thanks for tuning in. You know, it's funny. I, I had a season of my life where I watched pod, uh, listened rather to podcasts galore. And, um, you know, seasons come and go. Uh, things change. And I still listen to a lot of podcasts. But I mean, I was listening to probably, gosh, I don't know, I would say easily 10 hours of podcasts a week. And I probably listen more to like four or five now. Um, because, you know, it's just a different season and life is busy and whatever. And, um, you know, I, I say that just to say that I, I really do appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, and I say it at the beginning of every single episode um, because it's important, but also really because it does mean a lot to me. Uh, I don't have too much to promote today, but I, the one thing I'll just mention, you know, we talk about it all the time on the podcast here because I really am convinced this is probably the best thing I can give you. And that is a copy of The Last Relapse, which is my best selling book. Um, this book, we spent over 10 grand to, to just get it done properly, to create a really nicely polished product that is high quality. I was actually reading it on the weekend. That's a little bit weird to think I read my own book and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I didn't read the whole thing. I just kind of opened up to a random excerpt. I had a bit of time to kill. And, um, and so anyways, I'm really proud of how it turned out. And, um, that aside, it's been amazing just to continue to get, Gosh, I mean, just story after story of somebody being changed by by it. We probably get, I would say, um, probably about eight to ten emails a week of people who are just saying, "This book is changing my life." I read, you know, the first chapter. I'm I'm one chapter in, and this thing's already rocking my world. And we have decided to give away the book for free. It's not always going to be free. We have a plan in place. It's a little bit of a tiered plan. Um, where we will eventually start charging money for that. So I do recommend you get your copy of it now while it's free at thelastrelapsebook.com. Today's episode is titled The Only Way to Truly Overcome Evil. And, you know, we don't talk a ton about it on the podcast just because I don't I don't know that it's necessarily the greatest value, um, but it's not because it's any less relevant. And that is the, the spiritual aspect of, of porn addiction. And, um, you know, I guess when I say the spiritual aspect, what I really mean is the demonic aspect of porn addiction. Um, the, the reality that engaging with pornographic material on a regular basis does in fact open you up to influence and oppression of the demonic. And the, the truth is what drives the porn industry and what drives us to engage with porn in an addictive and compulsive manner is evil. It, it's evil in nature. And I, I, this is not like a doom and gloom podcast. Don't worry. This is not like a, you need to, you know, cast your sins aside and stop being a sinner and stop flirting with evil. Um, I know for me personally, I just, I heard enough of those messages growing up and they really did not do me a lot of good when it actually came to getting free. But the reason I've titled the episode accordingly is because of a scripture that I've been meditating on and I'm not going to get too much, give too much context, but I do want to just give a little bit so that you understand. Um, there were a lot of people that were against the marriage of my wife and I, 
um, which just sounds strange, you know, because we're we're decent people, we were well matched, but it was it was a complicated engagement. And I've talked about this in other episodes, but she got really sick. Um, I wound up postponing the wedding. It was my decision because I just didn't feel comfortable getting married in the condition that she was in. Um, I had no intent to back out of the marriage or the relationship, but just preferred to get married later. And I had I had definitely had some moments where I I doubted. Um, where I would say, you could even say, I think the enemy got into my head a little bit and made me doubt and question and think, yeah, maybe my life would be better if, you know, we didn't have all these health issues and maybe there's a way out. I definitely had those thoughts, but, um, but my heart's intent, uh, really throughout it all was to be faithful, to stay committed and to get married at a time where we could actually enter marriage, not limping, but, you know, at least standing on both feet. Maybe we weren't sprinting there, but we were at least as healthy as we could be. And, um, it, it evoked some some bad feelings and and some some not so healthy agendas against our marriage and I, I won't go into too much further detail than that but we've been we've been hearing some stories you know we're, we're hitting three years of married life it's becoming pretty obvious that we are going to stay married if we have a really really good marriage and uh, and God continues to bless us in all kinds of cool ways and um, and so we're hearing some stories now of prayer meetings that were against us uh like people literally gathering praying that the wedding wouldn't happen and stuff like that and um it's it's really tough for my wife to hear but you know for me um i i just don't even really bat an eyelash at it you know because i just think we made a decision we're living with the beautiful benefits of it and people can think whatever they want they can do whatever they want but you know life is life we move on and I felt challenged in my heart because that 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 has been my heart um, since we've been hearing some of these stories. But I I felt challenged by the the Lord to not just um, not just move on and kind of bypass, but to actually use it as an opportunity to fortify my own character and my own maturity. And I was thinking of episode 335, which we just launched. I don't know two weeks ago, three weeks ago, with Dr. Bruce and Tony Hebel. And they talked about the, the revolutionary power of forgiveness. And there was something in their, their process of forgiveness that I really liked that has surfaced in this experience. And this is going to kind of lead me into what I'm talking about today. Um, and that is at the very end, you know, so you've gone through the process of you identify the, the points of hurt, you go through the process of naming it, and then you release them, they owe you nothing, you, you clear the debt. And then um, you bless them. And what was really cool about what they were suggesting is that you bless them to prosper in the area where they caused offense or where they caused pain. And I've been I've been really meditating on that and, and asking God to give me specifics on how I can bless the people who ultimately cursed us. And I don't actually know who the people are. Um, it, it hasn't been like gossipy, like name dropping, like so-and-so did this, so-and-so did that. But just like, hey, some of the stuff was going on. And, um, you know, just family letting us know. And um, and that's fine. I don't need to know names. I don't really give a rip. But in my heart, I've realized that I do want to um, not not just forgive, but I actually want these people to be blessed. I think it's really easy to um, to say, well, you know, God will have his way. God will God will get his vengeance. God will ultimately judge them and they'll have to deal with it. It's, it's true. Um, I'm, I'm sure there's some truth to it. Um, but it's not my place to command God's judgment. It's not my place to judge for sure. And um, you know, the one thing I, I've been telling my wife even is that people's decisions to to do those kinds of things or mistreat you is often a greater reflection of them than it is of you. 
And, um, and that's certainly the case here. And that's all the more reason to pray for their well-being, that they would mature, that they would heal, that in their relationships, um, in their marriages, that they would be prosperous, you know. And so that's what I've been kind of purposing in my own heart. And I want to read to you a portion of scripture that's really helped me and, um, and, and just kind of, I guess, just talk through a couple things. So this is Romans 12. And we, we actually, we've quoted Romans 12 a bunch on this podcast, but typically it's verse one and verse two, where it's, you know, uh, do not be conformed to this world, be transformed by the renewing of your mind, uh, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But where we're reading at today is starting at, um, actually I said verse nine, I'm going to start at verse 14. Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Repay no evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in doing so, and this, this has been the the like clinching verse for me, the thing that has just resonated so deeply in my spirit that I really wanted to share with you this morning. So in doing so, right, in feeding your enemy when he's hungry and giving him a drink when he's thirsty, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. You probably have some evil in your life. Maybe it's just the existence of the porn addiction. Um, Maybe it's places where you've been hurt, you've been mistreated. Maybe it's injustices that you've been a victim of, things that were beyond your control that are completely unfair, completely inappropriate. I want to exhort you today to not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. As soon as you and I get into these um, payment systems, repaying people at their level, uh, you know, someone mistreats us and we say, well, if that's the way you treat me, I'm going to mistreat you back. Um, We are overcome by evil. If evil instigates an interaction with us, we have lost by participating. The only way that you can actually overcome evil is with good. It is to completely disengage with the train of thought, the system of thinking, the behavioral patterns and actions that fostered the evil in the first place. That is the only way you can actually overcome evil with good. You can't fight evil with evil. It doesn't work. You, you, you can't expect anything good to come out of it. And I don't know what you have going on in your life, but I just know that that most of you that are listening today need to hear this. You do not overcome evil with evil. You overcome evil with good. What is good? If it, it means if your enemy is hungry, that you feed him. It means if your enemy is thirsty, that you give him a drink. We overcome evil with good. That's what this is about. And I, I just want to encourage you. This is part of being a man, a man of God, part of walking in freedom and victory and maturity is that you and I rise to the occasion, that we see trials, that we see hardships, that we see mistreatment as opportunities to express, refine, and fortify the character that God has deposited within each and every single one of us. Nobody, nobody is above, nobody is beyond, nobody is the exception here. We all deal with hardships each of them an opportunity to rise up and to be the man that God made you to be. 
So do it. Let me leave you with a, a final story. Um, um, when I was 19 years old, 18 years old, I was dating somebody. We met at Wendy's. It was, you know, a match made in burger, flipping, fast food, heaven. <laughs> and uh, we dated for a year and a half. And after a year and a half, I found out that she had cheated on me. And it was a messy and complicated breakup, but eventually things ended. And um, the person that she had cheated on me with was somebody that I knew. It was somebody she had dated previously. And um, I didn't really know him that well, but it, it was strange, you know, and really weird. About a year later, I realized that I still had feelings for this girl and decided that I was going to make a, another effort and another attempt. I figured if I still have feelings a year later after the way she treated me, then maybe there's something here. And I had confided in a, a close friend and told him that I the way I was feeling about her and how I wanted to work through things. And um, he really encouraged me to do it, you know, and he was really supportive. And so I did it and she she gave me, you know, a, a very wishy-washy response. And in hindsight, I can look back now and say, yeah, she was clearly just not interested. Um, but I, I kind of pushed through. I, I was sort of ignoring the signs, you know, just kind of, classic guy fashion fashion you know like i have my sights set on this and this is happening you know i'm gonna make it happen one way or another and um anyway I'll, I'll cut a long story short here but um she ultimately wound up dating the friend of mine who um who initially had endorsed me reaching out and he had told me he had feelings for her and said he wasn't going to do anything but they ultimately started to see each other and it broke me you know it was it was like betrayal from two different sides and that friend and I have reconciled. He was in my wedding party. He, um, he and I just spoke uh, a, a day or two ago. And, um, you know, bygones have been bygones and it's water under the bridge and whatever. Uh, but when they were seeing each other, there was, um, it, they didn't see each other for super long. Um, but a, a, a mutual friend of ours had died by suicide. And, um, and the person that my ex had cheated on me with, um, was a very close friend of this individual who had died. And this was back in the day when Facebook, on Facebook, you could kind of message anyone. And um, Messenger was just, a, I don't know, it was just a bit different. I, I don't, I forget exactly why it was different. I just think it's so weird that we were messaging on Facebook. And I'm, I was trying to explain why, but now that I'm thinking about it, I just don't remember that version of Facebook well enough to to give that explanation. But anyways, um, I, I tracked him down on Facebook. And I just sent him a message and just said, hey, man, um, I, I, I know what it's like. Um, you know, I've lost a friend this way as well. And uh, if you need anything, let me know. And he, he messaged back, hey, yeah, it really sucks. It's been really tough. And we, we had a 20-minute chat on Facebook, nothing dramatic. Um, but, you know, that was only a year and a half after uh, everything had gone down. But these kinds of moments just put things in perspective. You're like, who really cares? Who cares that these guys, you know, that I was kind of the, I don't know, the, the not the scapegoat. I don't know. I, I was the one who kind of got played in all of it. I got the short end of the stick, you know, however you want to frame it. Um, those things just matter so little. And I would rather not be overcome by evil, you know, not pray for vengeance over this guy or that God would would make amends. But I would rather overcome evil with good you know, to just say, hey, um, it, that sucks. And these people have some growing up to do. And I pray that they do it so that they can have better relationships and treat other people in their lives a lot better in the days forward. So anyways, guys, I, I just I, I just want to encourage you. This is what it looks like to be a godly man. If you want to walk in lasting freedom, these are some of the steps that are required uh, to be mature, 
to have healthy relationships, and to really make a difference in this world. And that's ultimately what it's about. So what it's about, rather. So you have my permission. Um, and in fact, you have my exhortation, my push. Go do the work that you need to do. Go ask for forgiveness of the people you've done wrong against. Um, if you have enemies, people rising up against you, overcome evil with good. Um, don't be a pushover. <laughs> don't be too soft-spined about it, but overcome evil with good. Choose the bigger path and you'll be glad you did. Thank you guys for listening. Have an amazing day. Okay, we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Cynthia Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.